Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Deuce and more. Deuce and more. They tell you what they know. Deuce and more. Deuce and more. Welcome into a special edition of the Juice and Mo podcast because we had some breaking news late afternoon in Sacramento. Adrian Wojnarowski reporting that the Sacramento Kings have agreed to a new deal with Harrison Barnes, a three-year, $54 million extension, and Harrison Barnes will be staying with the Sacramento Kings. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How you doing on Free Agency Eve? I love Free Agency Eve because yeah. that's when little things start to happen. And then sometimes, well, I feel like we've had some pretty good NBA free agency days the last couple of years, right? It's been fun. So, last year was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it, just leading up to it, when you get these little things going on, just makes it a little bit better. Well, let's unpack what we learned from Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN just a bit ago that Harrison Barnes is back with the Kings. Three years, $54 million. We spent yesterday's podcast playing Spin the Free Agent Wheel. We talked about him and all the options. There had been some talk in recent days about Kyle Kuzma. Could he be coming to Sacramento? The Kings elect to give Harrison Barnes a new deal to stay with the Kings. Your first reaction to the news of HB staying in Sacramento. My first reaction was, what's the price? And saw the price, and I was down for the ride. And I know that there's been mixed reviews in Sacramento and maybe even around the NBA. And they're like, how does that make you better? Why are you giving up all of your, you know, your cap space money? And it's like, you got, they didn't, they didn't spend all of it. 18 million a year for a guy that helped you with the success that you had last season. A guy that we keep talking about that you need to have in your locker room and for a decent price. I'm down with it. I think part of the concern from those who maybe don't like this deal or mix yeah. about the deal is simple. You took the 24th pick of the draft. And I'll explain that. You connected it with Rashawn Holmes. Mm -hmm. You shipped it to Dallas yep. for space. Yep. And so the concern is, oh, wait, are you just using your cap space to bring back Harrison Barnes and Trey Lyles and renegotiating Sabonis' deal, and you're just bringing back that same squad? I think that's the fear for some. It is the fear. The reality of the situation is, Free agency hasn't even started yet. It hasn't even started. <laughs> and there is still money yeah. to be spent. Now, there is obviously things going on behind the scenes when we heard Kyle Kuzma's name in the mix. And then you really hear a big push with Houston today. And wow. you're probably not wanting to give him the amount of money that he is going to get with a team like Houston. And that is smart. Have fun with the losing team, Kyle Kuzma, and some young pieces. Okay. No, no, no. We I'm not even sure if he's going there I know, yet. I know. But my, my point for anyone that is like, getting angry thinking about but why didn't they try harder behind the scenes or why didn't they go for that and on top of all of that there are still other free agents that are absolutely affordable and that can absolutely add to the depth of this of this sacramento kings roster yeah um i, I think when you look at the kuzma factor you have to think he has a huge money deal coming from the houston rockets and probably something that the Kings would not be comfortable given, right? right. Like if, if some of the noise coming out of Houston was that, Hey, they could sign Van Vliet to a $40 million deal. Mm -hmm. uh, what are they willing to give Kyle Kuzma? Exactly. And the Kings probably did not want to go that route. I don't think 18 million is crazy high. It's a little higher than I thought he would get. 
Like if Harrison Barnes just went out and tested free agency, mm-hmm. is anyone else giving him $18 million a yes. year? I don't think so. Okay. And, I don't agree with that. But but I was reading John Hollinger's free agency preview a couple of weeks ago, and I just looked at it a few minutes ago where he has a formula of, and he ranks the players by position. And what their formula says that this player should make, he had Harrison at $17.4 million. So we don't know how the deal's exactly structured. Like, is he making like 16 this year and does it kind of go up as the years or is, is it just 18 a year? We don't know the actual sure. terms of the deal yet. But I, look, I think with Harrison, if you, the, I think people are looking at the playoffs a lot. Oh, they are a prisoner of the moment. But it's your last memory of someone, That's right? It. Your but last it, memory of someone is game six and seven when he played. Let me just double check here. He played 14 minutes in huh. game six, a win, and then 15 minutes in game seven. He really was not a factor. Yeah. And then when he did play, the shot just was not dropping at all. So some people are looking at that going, wait, when it matters most in the playoffs, where was he? My pushback on that is like it is a sample size of seven games, and he wasn't the only one. Like, if Herder and Sabonis are going like they are in the regular season, does that open up everything else for yeah. people? Right? And he missed some shots, no doubt about it. You, you, and he was a non-factor in those last two games. He was a factor to the entire season's success. In so many more ways than one. And again, I'm not sitting here. I, what did I say yesterday, last night? I said, I said, yeah, if Harrison Barnes comes back, hopefully, hopefully it's for the right price and they find another piece that are, that either this is established or they're trying to develop where Harrison Barnes' role can change over the next few years and he starts coming off the bench. Cause then that just means that you're, bettering your that starting spot you're bettering your roster and you still have that depth you still have that locker room guy what 31 years old um 31 years old and plays every single game like he what he gets paid he plays you know i think about all these superstars out there that get paid 30 plus a year and they don't even show up on the floor like yeah. because of health problems. And his availability alone is worth that, especially when he's a guy that is like, hey, De'Aaron's not you know, getting to the basket. Sabonis is in foul trouble. Keegan's missing his shots. Who else can step up? You've seen that you've been able to just give the ball to HB and go. He plays that strong man's game, goes down, and gets what you need. Um, just a team guy, and I like this. Do you have any concern over the fact that you mentioned his age is 31 years mm-hmm. old? You commit to him until he's like 34, that that's going to dec- like his plate is going to decline. I mean, I know he's in shape. He yeah. plays every game. Do you have any concern about the age factor at this point? You know, I, I think sometimes we play that up too much in the NBA. I, I do it myself. Um, I think it depends on what, type of person and player they are if there's someone that is willing and wanting and always working on their body and is staying healthy i feel pretty good about it um again i think over these next couple of years within this contract you're just hoping that the kings are finding different ways to better their starting unit so then he does change his role but if that's not the case Okay, you still saw success with him this last year. And I know once you see a little bit of success, it's like, okay, but what's next? And I get that. That's the sports world. We're all here in Sacramento and we're like, hey, Kings, you won every single award next or last year. What are you going to do next? And you're in there. People are exactly right to have higher standards and higher expectations. But why so doom and gloom about this like like it's not going to work in all fairness it's not everyone who's doom and gloom like it's i think it's split in sacramento i think reading social media our discord the youtube chat king's reddit there's a lot of people are like dude this makes it like bring back a guy who plays every game we had that stat last night where there are four players who have played more minutes than harrison barnes the last four seasons it's like 
Jason Tatum, Julius Randle, Mikkel Bridges. Mikkel Bridges, and we don't remember the last one. Oh. I don't remember who the last one is. The point is, he's been able to stay healthy, be on the floor. He's been able to hit the three consistently, at least during the regular season. He did not do that in the playoffs. At in that all. playoff run against Golden State, where was he bad. was really bad. Uh, he shot like 38% in his career in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Before he got here, he wasn't known as someone that could consistently knock down the three. He's done that. I think the other thing with Harrison is like, how many times he bailed out the Kings this year? How many times when the Kings were stagnant, he's like, give me the, give me the ball, let me attack, let me get to the free throw Leader. line. He was really good at getting to the free throw line. The, the biggest concern for me as this team, like, look, getting to the playoffs is awesome. And I think everyone in Sacramento, like, appreciates what happened last year and appreciates the team and every everyone's role in that. Yeah. But now as you want to move I up. Just, yeah. It, it, it's really. Expectations are higher. Well, they're higher, but like, how do you get to the next level? Yep. And Harrison, to me, struggles defending, especially some of these wing these wings in the NBA that are really challenging to defend, but he struggles in that regard. So now it's like, all right, if he can't do that, you have to find other someone else who can be a trade, be a free agent market, or is it Keegan Murray taking a step? You know, I was at King Summer League practice today, Keegan Murray playing in the California Classic. Luke Laux, who's coaching the Summer League team, the King's assistant coach, is unsure if he's going to play in Vegas. I would highly doubt he's yeah. playing in Vegas. He's going to play the two California Classic games. Love it. Anyway, here he was just saying, like, there's a lot on the line for Keegan this year. Like, they need Keegan to take a jump. You know, Keegan's got to take a serious step yeah. in year two. When one thing he talked about with Keegan is, like, he's, you could tell he's been, he's become more mature emotionally. He's doing more talking out there. He's been working out every single day with De'Aaron Fox. I asked him about that today, and Keegan's like, we play one-on-one every day. I've been working with him. He it. looked noticeably stronger, too. And I know it's off-season stuff, but I'm... No, I'm serious. Love it. And I get it. But as someone who, you know, is getting cut now oh, in so the off-season, yeah. I'm like, oh, Keegan looks kind of cut right mm-hmm. now. So he's getting bigger and stronger, which is great. But my whole point to bringing him up is like, all right, can Keegan take that step? And can Keegan turn into a wing defender? Is he good? Does he have that lateral quickness to do that at the next level. And he showed flashes of it even early on in his rookie season. It's like, oh, now how do you make it better? And I think that goes with this entire... It doesn't just go with, hey, Kings front office, how do you make this Kings roster better? It's how do these individuals take their game also to the next level, right? Like that falls on everybody to take their game to the next level. And them taking their game to the next level, what will that do for Harrison Barnes and his role? And I say that because he obviously had a pretty good shooting year, again, not talking about the playoffs, pretty good shooting year because there was so much better spacing. This system, um, the actions that were run for him, for other people, they just, they they impacted this offense very in a very positive yeah, it's way. One of the best offenses we've seen. Right. Um, and so that's my point though, is that like you, him in this system, it works. So why wouldn't it even just take a leap and get a little bit better? He averaged 15 points a game this past year, 4.5 rebounds, 1.6 assists. He did on 47% shooting 37.4% from three point range. He got to the free throw line five times a game, shot that at 84.7% clip. He played all 82 games for Sacramento. But here's a number that we need to look at. Hmm. He played 32 minutes a night, 32.5. Well, then that number should come down this year. Yeah. I mean, and if if it is coming down... Because I want him to be impactful come playoff time. Yes. Yes. And, well, not only that, right? You're preserving him, his body, whatever you need to do, so then he makes a bigger impact um, in the playoffs. But also, if it's coming down, that means other players are also getting better individuals are getting better on this team and this team is getting better as a whole like it's just it's it's a good thing it's a good thing and on top of all of this because you traded away Rashawn Holmes oh no that was a light falling and I saw it happening oh it's god right. okay we're having problems with that light <laughs> oh my god hey hey um the 24th pick and Rashawn Holmes being traded I think so many people are like Wait, 
why would you do that just to re-sign Harrison Barnes? Well, Rashawn Holmes wasn't playing, and you still have money. So if you're adding someone to this squad in free agency that is going to be seeing the floor, that is going to be making an impact, whether it's a lot of minutes or whoever it is, whatever their role is, it's still most likely going to be more than what Rashawn Holmes was giving, right? And that's what I'm looking forward to because I don't think Monty's done. Well, and that's the other thing about today. Like we're reacting to the news of Harrison Barnes re-signing with the Kings on a three-year, $54 million deal. And last time I checked, it is not October 17th. We are not tipping off regular season basketball. Okay, like I, the free agency hasn't started yet. Like I'm going to be patient. Be like, All right, let's see what else Monty McNair has up his sleeve because if it's literally just clearing space on draft night, to re-sign Harrison Barnes, bring back Lyles, just running it back, it's probably not going to be very exciting for Kings fans. And, and fans are going to wonder if the Kings did enough to take a leap next year. According to Bobby Marks, ESPN's front office insider, Sacramento saw us flexibility this offseason after the Harrison Barnes extension. The options include the following. Using $18 million in room, and also they could bring back Trey Lyles. Number two, a combination of renegotiating Demonis Sabonis' contract bringing back Lyles and using the remaining room along with 7.7 million in the room mid-level that they could use, or they can act as a team over the cap. The point being is there's many different routes they can go. And um, I, I'm, I'm eager to see what they can do. And they can still make trades too. So this is just one piece to the puzzle you would think. Now we could have a different conversation if we get to the end of July and we're like, that's all they did in free agency? Mm -hmm. Okay, they're just running it back. Is that good enough? Those are all fair questions. I just think for tonight, I, I don't think that's what we should be talking about. I think what needs to be talked about is, all right, Harrison Barnes, is he worth that much money? What type of role can he be in for Sacramento? Was that the right guy to bring back? I think for me, Harrison... He is absolutely a veteran guy in that locker room who provides major leadership. You could talk to anybody in the locker room. They would mention what Harrison Barnes brings to that group. So valuable. Yeah. And I think Mike Brown loves having a guy like Harrison Barnes out there. And then on the court in the regular season, he was efficient and he got the job done. And if you're going to cite the playoff stuff, my pushback on that is pretty simple. He wasn't the only guy. He has to be better in the playoffs. So is Kevin Herter. So is Sabonis. So is Keegan Murray. The list goes on for the playoff performances we saw in that seven-game series against the Golden State Warriors. I also don't think the $18 million number is ridiculous. Like, if you look at some of the salaries that are being thrown around right now, I like Nas Reed. Good role player in this league. Nas Reed has never played more than 20 minutes a night in the NBA, and he's making $14 million per when they have Cat and Gobert out there. They like centers. I mean, I, I know Harrison Barnes can start in this league. I know Harrison Barnes is kind of cool with what role you want him to play. You need him to try to score more. He could do that. It's probably not his game at this point in time, mm -hmm. right? As he moves into the next phase of his career. But he can play a variety of roles. I think if they need him at some point to come off the bench, I think he'd be cool with that too. I think sometimes too from the outside. I mean, does everyone recall the trade deadline last season yeah. and everyone's like Kings have to do something if they want to take a step. I mean, I was even having starting to have that mindset where I was like, well, uh, the Lakers got Vanderbilt. Everyone's getting better. And uh, what are the Kings doing? They're not doing anything. They wanted to run it with their squad because they believed that their squad was just getting better and better, was just growing and developing together and that they could win and be successful with that squad. Now, I don't think that's the mentality to take year by year and never make those tweaks, but I also think when it comes to Harrison Barnes, the value that he adds and I've mentioned this over and over and over again on this podcast because I truly believe the value he adds um, doesn't just happen with his minutes, his NBA minutes in a game. It happens at practice. It happens in the locker room. It happens all the things that we're talking about in the community. I mean, whatever, wherever you want to go with that, you need those type of people to make a good basketball team. 
Yeah, I also don't think the deal itself hamstrings Sacramento where you go, oh, they're never going to be able to move that deal. You know, yeah. it, it's it's $18 million per year. Teams around the league know what HB is about. It's not a crate. The salaries in the NBA are outrageous, and I think it's tough for all of us to adjust. It's like, oh, this guy's going to pay this, this. Mm-hmm. I mean, going into the offseason, I did not think Harrison Barnes would make $18 million. I'll say that. Wow, and see, uh, for some reason... But then I see some of these deals that are being yeah. talked about. I'm like, all right, Vucevic got paid, this guy got paid. I'm like, okay, I mean, 18 now sounds about right. I, I mean, that's I guess that's market rate, and maybe it's a little more in Sacramento because it's California, taxes are higher, and you mm-hmm. got to give a little, little more pay. Yeah, no, so um, all in all, in my opinion, I am happy... Uh, that the Kings are running it back with the Harrison Barnes. Now, I I still need to see more happen. Yeah. Um, whether that's tweaks to the roster or we're going into the season and like you said, Keegan Murray. Yeah, it's it's like if if you just go back with kind of the same group, you're banking on a lot of things. You're like uh-huh. one, you'd be banking on health. This group was really healthy yep. all year long. Banking you know, on Sabonis that. is fighting through it, Keegan too. Um, you'd be banking that Keegan's trying to take a leap that Fox can maybe has another level to get to. I mean, he played an all NBA level, mm-hmm. right? Sabonis, he was an all NBA player. How, how much better can he get next year? And you're also betting, oh, could Kevin Herter, who's 24, 25 years old, is he coming back in more elite shape so he can withstand the long season and into the playoffs? Because yes. he was another guy come playoff time who just was really bad for Sacramento. Like he could not hit any shots. We saw him in the, in the regular season, hit over 200 threes come playoff time. It was like Harrison Barnes. He couldn't really make anything. And he talked about the condition and he knew, Oh, well with this system that Mike Brown runs, what type of shape I need to be in at the end of an 82 game season. It's going to be a lot different than what it was this last season. But my point to all of those things I just mentioned, that's yeah. a lot to bank on. Like It, it I, is. I, I'm all about, yeah, internal improvements, great. You know, I, I read on social media that Davion Mitchell's been working with Steph Curry's trainer. I'm like, great. Like, all of a sudden, if Davion can knock down some shots, sure, sure. I acknowledge all that stuff. If they can bring Sasha in, that should help things too, I think. I think they just become more dynamic again offensively. But I think some of the concerns that people have are, okay, what are you doing with the backup five? How can you get rebounding to be improved? Like, it can't all fall on Sabonis trying to get the rebounds or boxing guys out. Like, he needs some help down there. And that could be part of guys on the team trying to rebound better. Yeah. That being HB, that being Keegan. But it's also adding something to this team. you got to have some more length because otherwise you're going to run into the same issues. It's going to be a team that can score a lot of points and that will struggle defensively. Yeah. And, I mean, we've seen it before when HB had a different role with this team, this organization, and he had to crash the boards more. He wasn't giving as much offensively right it was like one or the other can he find a way to provide both because there are more offensive weapons you have a rookie or you know a guy in keegan murray that would be going into his second year with more confidence you have you possibly have sasha you know just another shooter to spread the floor um those things the basketball people behind the scenes i don't think they're just banking on that either they're seeing it with their own eyes. You know, they're they're behind the scenes, seeing the work that's being put in, scouting these guys, talking to these guys, and knowing what's going on. Let's get to some of the comments out there. Mark is saying continuity is key to success. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it hurts to bring back a similar group. I, for, I you, you definitely need to find ways to tinker and improve the team. And, you know, in some ways, I mean, we, we even acknowledge, like, they did add Colby Jones, too. Right, like what could he provide as a rookie? I saw him today at practice, Morgan. Was he as strong as he looks in photos? He's he's big. Yeah. He's really strong. Yeah. I was really like, okay, maybe this guy. And you're not banking on second no. rounders, but again, no. you're just you're as I as someone on the outside, I'm trusting what we saw from this front office and this organization and these basketball minds and these coaches and this coaching staff, what they were capable of doing in one year, 
So like, why would I doubt this or anything else that's coming right now until they show me that I should be doubting it? The chat is wild on YouTube right now. Appreciate all you guys hanging out with us. If you have not yet, make sure to hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed. We're also going to be live Friday for NBA free agency reacting to deals as they go down. Um, but the chat is insane right now. It is. So, it's just, it's very interesting to me. It, well, you know what I love? Yeah. That this is what people are saying because one, I think they have, some have realistic expectations. Others have expectations of championship or bust now, okay. which is great. I love that for you. I think that should always kind of be the mindset. I'm sure that's the King's mindset. Um, but at the same time, I'm just curious why people aren't going off of the type of success we saw. Last. Like it wasn't a fluke what we saw last season, right? Like you, we saw this team get better and better yeah. in finish games and win games and stay healthy. Like so many things went right. And yeah. I don't just think that was luck. I think that had a lot to do with this organization and everything that they know about the game, about this roster and about these players. So what's next for the Kings? We mentioned the cap space. One guy I'm super interested in is Bruce Brown. And for a minute, I'm like, we all? I just assumed he's going back to Denver. Yeah. Sounds like the Lakers are confident that they could have a shot at him. So annoying. The Dallas Mavericks plan to meet with him. Could the Kings get in on that? Or is that like not going to happen now? Like you could just, hey, you paid Harrison Barnes $18 million. You could pencil him in as a starter. I mean, you ask if the Kings can get in on that. You know what happens behind the scenes. Agents say, no, yeah. he has no interest. He wouldn't even resign with you. He, no interest. Like it, So don't even waste your time or your money. Um, as soon as that happens and you try to negotiate a little bit more and it doesn't happen, then you go a different direction. Like... It's all about timing too, right? Like you got to make sure you're quick with things, but also if you're not willing or wanting to spend 25 mil, 30 mil, whatever, I'm just saying we don't know what Kyle Kuzma is going to get um, on Kyle Kuzma and his talent, then like, bye, go the other direction. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year. Yeah, and it's a really confusing time, by the way. There's all these documents, especially with us, like we are managing finances together because we run a small business together there's all these different papers there's all these different forms what do you do you listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast yeah because then you can be making a balanced budget and not just for everything you're doing with your business how about for some time off after an nba season even that sounds amazing so you know what you need to do listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast on your favorite podcast app future you will thank you i was I've been a little surprised we haven't heard more about Jeremy Grant. And maybe it's simple. He's going back to the Blazers. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, other names still out there. Grant Williams. He's going to be restricted, I think, for Boston. A restricted free agent. So Boston could match a deal. Is that someone the Kings would still be interested in at this point? Sure. Um, you know, I was... Uh, actually, I was going to hit you up today before this news broke. And I was trying to make a pitch on Chris Middleton because I got sucked into the Chris Middleton talk a little bit. And I mm -hmm. started looking at his playoff numbers and, hey, he's feeling good after surgery. Well, that's out the way. You can't afford Chris Middleton right. now. But um, And all signs point to him just going back to the Milwaukee Bucks. So, yeah, I, I'm very interested to see how the Kings pivot from here. You bring back a guy who is obviously important to your locker room, who is a starter for you this whole year. He's... The consummate pro, you know what you're going to get, you know what he's about, leads by example, all those boxes, but you have some serious holes to fill. And now it's like, okay, how do you do that? 
Yeah. I can't wait to find out. And that's and that's it. It's just it's not over. Now, now I mean, because this is always the question that you would ask on a free agency eve. Yeah. If the Kings don't have a big or not even a big, mediocre, just a body tomorrow in oh. free agency. Oh, I don't even want I don't even want to put that out. What about universe. like someone like PJ Washington? Like, would you be would you be happy with saw, that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a possibility. If, if they brought in PJ Washington, I'd be like, oh, cool. They got another guy and go out there who's long. Yeah. Um, he could score. We've seen him put up points on the Kings, but um, yeah, I mean, I'd be totally fine with PJ Washington. I'd be fine with Grant Williams. You know, I think Grant Williams appeals to me because of his ability to defend. Yeah. And he he gets physical. We talked about him last night on our free agency preview pod. This guy gets after it. He's been on winning teams. You know, I don't know, like what type of role does he want? And then you start getting into other things too. Is like, how, I think tomorrow there's so much riding on what the hell the Houston Rockets are going to do. And then the news of today that I don't even know you're aware of because you were Which hanging thing? out about James Harden. Yeah, I saw that. So James Harden opted in. They're mm -hmm. working on a trade. There's a lot of talk that the Clippers are trying to get him. That they feel confident that they can land him. The Knicks oh. could be in the mix too. So that's a whole oh, different I didn't scenario. See that one. But like, what's Houston doing? Is it just are they getting Kuzma and Brooks or Kuzma Van Vliet? Like, what are they doing? Because I think that's going to set the stage for the rest of the teams with cap space tomorrow. And then it is interesting, like seeing Dallas trying to get Bruce Brown, the Lakers trying to clear space. They've got some decisions to make. Austin Reeves is going to get paid. They plan on matching that deal. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by what's going to go down. Steven, the chat says Grant is girthy, but short, like a Pepsi can. He is, okay. he's got that girth, but I feel like he's got good length and he could switch out in the guards, he's got which I like, I want, him. I like a guy that's going to play a little physical and switch out to guard on guards and be okay. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see tomorrow. And I know some people are saying that this Barnes thing could be a sign and trade, like, it, I, I don't think Woj reports this. The Kings have reached an extension if they are planning on signing and trading him. That just doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. And Oh, and also the other news that Kyrie Irving is planning on meeting with the Suns. Yeah, why not? How are they going to do that? They have all the money in the world. It, what? No, they don't. Friday is going to be insane. So you asked me that question would you be disappointed hey, but also really quick yeah. if you're bradley beal and you're like morgan it's yeah, not gonna happen okay i'm if, just like what no trade i wave yeah. my no trade clause yeah. again um what were you gonna ask um how would you feel if like we we walked out tomorrow like wait, that it's harrison barnes and they didn't really do much else so like i kind of mentioned earlier when it was a trade deadline this last season I was feeling a little down, a little, uh, like a little worried, like, gosh, they need to make some sort of tweak in the West. I mean, look at all these teams getting better and the Kings are just kind of staying still. This front office who are around basketball a lot and what I feel like have shown that they are very smart basketball people, like smart basketball yeah. people, like they understand players that that can come together to make a good team um it ended up being great first round of play making it into the playoffs did not expect that to happen the first year with mike brown and that roster and it happened and so what i'm feeling right now is like i really want something to happen we all love change and tweaks not only is it fun but then you do feel like your team that you root for is going to get better but at the same time, if it doesn't happen, I'm like, did someone screw up? Yeah. Or do they just believe with what they're going forward with until they make those tweaks in season, trade deadline, whatever it may be? I know it's not popular, but I'll just wait to see how this all plays out. Ooh, that's not... I know. That's, On the surface, if you just tell me the Kings' big move this offseason is they re-sign Harrison Barnes, I'm going to be extremely disappointed. Yeah, because they, they this, the that, optics. That, yes, I mean that just doesn't feel like <laughs> yeah. enough. You're like, okay, you're just running it back three years. He's making 18 million a year, um, but I, I just don't think that's going to be the case. I think the front office knows that they are looking at the West, going, we have a chance here. 
to make some noise in the Western Conference. Let's be aggressive. Let's make some moves and see what we can do to make this team more than a team that just gets the first round. They want to get a deep playoff run in. There's still cap space. Well, and if they had Sasha, they're better too. Like Sasha is his high IQ, his shooting, his size. I think that's going to help the team a lot. I think where I keep going back and forth, right when I start talking about that though, right when I start talking about that, I'm just like Harrison Barnes, it's, it's 18 million a year. If he's more of a role guy and he's coming off your bench, that does feel like that's expensive. It does. That, that just feels it, way too expensive. It, absol- it absolutely does. But do you see... Uh, go back to Nas Reed. I know. Not even averaging 20 minutes a game and getting paid that. And I'm not saying that's like what every franchise gets to do, but at the same time, how many times throughout the years are we talking about Sacramento being a smaller market and what they need to pay guys? And I don't even think that's an overpay for Harrison Barnes showing not only that slide. he can stay on the floor... Not only that he can stay on the freaking floor. Like, can we just get that? You know how many people get paid in this league that don't even play the damn game? Like, come on. That alone, pay the man. Well, if he plays 70 games next year and he play, well, then plays well in the playoffs, then I'm good. No, then oh. I'm good with that. Oh, I'd rather him be, I don't care about 82. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I care about games 83 through 100. How's that body in the playoffs? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I completely understand. I, it's hard not to like Harrison Barnes as a person, and I think he helps them on the floor in some ways. He's not the perfect guy. He's not your wing stopper, but he can get to the free throw line. Well, he can knock down a three, and you need that this league. Dude, and what these teammates say about him, like all those things just go such a long way. I'm here all for it. Right. I, I don't care if it's not popular. <laughs> I just don't. I don't really care. And if I'm wrong, great. Tell me later. I'm wrong. Well, let's get an update on the poll question. Appreciate you guys being here. Make sure to hit the thumbs up. Uh, HB gets three years, fifty-four million dollars. Do you like the deal? Yes. What's next? No. I was ready to move on. And hmm, let's see what else they do. Right now, forty percent of people fall under. Hmm. Let's see what else they do. No, I was ready to move on. Falls at 25% and 35% say yes. What's next? next? Where do you fall in on this poll question if you're voting? Um, yeah, what's next? I'm on the hmm, let's see what see what else they do. Okay. I yeah, I so I'm I'm definitely more for it than you are. And I think again, when we look at upgrading this position in this I'm league, I'm like, fine what it. are you upgrading it with right away? Well, okay. And that was the same question we were asking at the trade deadline. Here's the biggest, if you take a step back. And yeah. Look at this. If Jeremy Grant did not want to come here or he was going to cost $30 million. Right. There's stuff we don't maybe know. Maybe you're going, I don't want to pay Jeremy Grant $30 million. Like his numbers, we can get similar production from HB. I push back and he's on the floor more. Sure. So Jeremy Grant getting paid potentially. The Love Kyle Jeremy Kuzma, Grant. I think Kuzma would have been a perfect fit here. Mm-hmm. But if Kuzma is going to get the bag in Houston and Good get paid him. like 30 plus million, I could see why Monty would be a little apprehensive of that. Or maybe the other thing that we need to talk about is like maybe some of these guys just don't want to come here. Maybe it's like I just I'm going for the money. Boom. You can say whatever you want. Uh, they can give me this, and I know you can't because Houston's got more cap space. Yep. They can do this deal. You can't. Yep. And this is what I'm going for. It takes two teams to tango. Ha. Uh, yes. And I remember last, uh, or there's been years past where people are like, why can't they just get it done? Why can't they? And it's like, there's so many things that factor in that we're not in these conversations. Yeah. We don't know until someone like Sam Amick reports it. Well, and see, that's that's the point I was trying to get to with the Kuzma and Grant thing. It's like, okay, like, okay, so what's next? If those guys aren't coming, where do we go? Well, we know what HB is about. We know what it's going to cost. Let's bring him back. We, we know he could fit here. We know he's going to be a, a positive influence on these guys, and he's going to be able to contribute. It's not going to hamstring us to bring him back at three years, 54 million. All right, let's go. I just... If you let him start talking to another team with cap space, like Indiana was the one mentioned, right? Okay. Carlisle connection from his days in Dallas. Carlisle loves him. Tyrese Halliburton and Barnes are really close. Loves him. How much was Indiana willing to pay him? At you know? least 18. You I think? I think, you think? A 100%. 
I, I, you think they would have matched that deal? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, again, I'm, I'm saying I have no idea if they would, but I think sometimes when you look at that position, that wing position, especially in this league, and obviously we've seen Harrison Barnes play both the three and the four, but let's just go with that wing spot. Last season, especially, everyone's like, got to upgrade that spot, got to upgrade that spot. Okay, with who? And then the with who is like, oh, Gianna Nobi. Yeah, not, wasn't going to happen, right? Like, not going to happen. Have fun with Masai. And then it would be Jeremy Grant. Okay, cool. Again, like, we have to be realistic about what we're talking about. I mean, I've heard people throughout the stupidest uh, trades, like, Harrison Barnes and Davian Mitchell for LeBron James, you know, and it's like, what do you got? Like, that's not how this works. So, so yes, I think in today's NBA, again, that's okay if you wouldn't pay him eighteen yeah. million dollars, but a year. But in today's NBA, you're seeing what guys are getting paid, and whether you like it or not, that's how it is. And there's. 34, 36-year-olds getting paid $50 million yeah. a year that aren't even playing a full season. What's next on your wish list? Uh, next on my wish list is for something to go down tomorrow. So Anything specific at this point? It's not even a specific free agent. I think sometimes just that thrill of having a new body and a new personality yeah. come to your squad. The shiny new toy. It gives you that hope like, ah, they're, they're, something's cooking over there. The, the shiny new toy is always intriguing. And the, bringing back your own guy, especially one that's coming off a playoff performance like he had, is just not sexy to people. It's And that's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, Free agency Eve. Yes, thank you. I'll say that again. Uh, a couple of super chats. Thank you so much to be grateful. A couple of them. He donates two bucks. He actually donated four, four bucks. You think the Kings are willing to go over the cap? Yeah, thank that's you. interesting because the, the other thing that we, we talked about as we started this was if you're trading 24, the 24th pick like they did, along with Rashawn Holmes to open up more space, you love to assume that it's not just because you're bringing your own guys back because you don't need cap space to bring back your own guys. I, I'd be interested if they were willing to operate as an over the cap team. I, I'd like to think so. Yeah. You know, I know that is scary for some, right? You, over the cap. Oh my God. But look, trying to win here i don't care how much money you spend doing it right if, if you're adding the right talent don't That's just it. go over the cap to over go over the cap but you find the right piece and you go hey going over the cap is going to be worth it because it's going to give us a chance to compete and be a western conference contender yeah you do it that should be a no-brainer yeah yeah and i again i think getting rid of rashawn holmes salary and trying to add someone that they will actually utilize is very important. So there's my wish list. Uh, making sure that they can utilize everyone going down the bench pretty much. How much do you think the culture factor weighs into this with Harrison? Oh, I think if, if we've learned anything about Mike Brown this last season, it's how much culture impacts a winning season, a successful team, a successful environment, a winning culture, that type of human is so good for you in every way, shape, and form. And I know people are like, you can get a good human for cheaper than 18 million a year, but it's not just about that. It's everything that factors in with this athlete, this person, um, what he can provide in a locker room, because then you, you know how, you know what we talk about right now? We always go, Oh, the Kings just need a dog. They need, they have, they have a guy, a vet like Harrison Barnes, who is a leader, but they need a dog. Some teams around the league are going, we need a vet, a leader, like a Harrison Barnes. We need that type of person. You know, like you want what you don't have. 
and appreciate can, can we still get a dog? what you no, have. I still want some and no, dogs. And, that's, okay. and that's the thing. You still, and that's why it's like Grant Williams would be fun. Because then you have the dog. You have the leader. You have the star. You have the guy. That, I mean, you've, you have it all. You have it all. You have the coaching staff. You have people that like each other. That's how you brew up a winning season. It's important. It's absolute. Like anyone that has played sports at a high level, you understand yeah. the impact that that can have, that that can take your team. Even if you don't have the LeBron James and the Kevin Durant, it can bring the team morale and, and make the team better and work harder even at practices to have a a more successful season. Like, there's just so many things that it impacts. Yes. Well, Harrison Barnes is back with the Sacramento Kings. Three years, $54 million to return. And it's crazy. All of a sudden with Harrison Barnes, Morgan, he's played one, two, he's played five seasons with the Kings. Wow. Signed up for three more. Wow. There we go. It's HB, a Continuity. King's lifer. <laughs> King's lifer. I love it. I love it. Good for him. And he'll probably take a lot of shit this year when things aren't going right. But hey. Well, that's nothing new for him. He, that's what I, I was going to say. He's he's taken that every single season, even last season when he was part sorry, of the success. By the way, that's part of the job. It's part of the it's job. It's part of the job. If you don't show up and you're making a lot of money, like fans are going to be on your ass. They were on Fox for a mm -hmm. long time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember the 2022 NBA draft when the Kings selected Murray and people acted like this... The, the, the franchise had folded up shop and it was over. Yep. So, oh my um, God, that was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, we all overreact positively, negatively, whatever direction oh my God, based when... off of one move. Yep. And say, look, it's, it's not even free agency yet. Let's see what else they can do and let's uh, evaluate when it's done. But I like HB. I like having a guy like him around. Would I have been more excited if they could have landed Kuzma? Yeah, we'll be honest. Everyone, Kinda. everyone Kinda. loves yeah. the new hot girlfriend. Like you, it, again, I mentioned that at the beginning of this podcast. Like it's always a little bit more fun. Ooh, we're super flirty together. Everything's great, and then things when also when they're not as great, then you shit on them too. Like it's the same concept. And yes, it would have been fun if it was the right price, but obviously, not obviously. Maybe Kyle Kuzma is looking to get his in a place that can pay him well, a lot of money. And that's, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, we start talking about 30 plus million for Kyle Kuzma. I'm, I'm Mark Cuban and Shark Tank. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. And then I'd be like, hey, I love everything you provide, but for that price, I got to tell you, yeah. I'm out. Look, your valuation, does, I, I'm looking at the production. We're going over the numbers, the three-point shooting, the teams you've been on, the efficiency. It's just not adding up to a valuation of $30 million. I can give you, look, here's what I'm willing yeah, to offer. Yeah, what could you give them? I'm willing to give you four years and $90 million. But I cannot, I can't do that. So. And you take it now or I'm out? Yeah, you give them no choice. You I'm know sorry, when they do out? that? You've got to... Who Houston's coming in with that? Okay. Okay. I'm out. Uh, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I mean, 30 million. It's funny. Oh man. Good stuff. Good stuff, people. Uh Dash Gill with a super chat of two dollars. Should be a team friendly five year, eleven million, not three and eighteen. 11, a year. No one's doing no yeah. Harrison Barnes is not only getting eleven million a year. Well, in five years, I don't, you were just not going to give him a five oh, year. Oh, in a five-year deal yeah. at 31 yeah. years old? Uh, Dan in the chat. But thank you for the donation. Says, Barnes can't shoot deuce. He was passing up open looks. Uh, Harrison Barnes, last year with Sacramento, shot 37.4% from three-point land on 4.3 attempts per game. The year before that, 39% on 4.7 attempts. The year before that, 39%. On 4.4, the year before that, 38%. So he's right around that 38% mark from three. That's great. And you've got other three-point shooting, too, with Herter and Keegan. And, yeah, I, I mean, I at 37.4, I'd like that number to creep back up more to toward 38. But what are we talking about here? Like a couple extra made threes yeah. in a season. Um, the biggest concern long-term, if next year at this time we're having a conversation going, wow, 
the Kings were in the playoffs in the first round. Barnes didn't show up. Herter didn't show up. And we're going down the list again with four-fifths of your starting lineup not playing to their regular season potential. Then we're going to have to have a real conversation about, okay, what do you, wh- where do you go with this group? But th- the Kings had a great year, and Harrison Barnes was a massive part of that. Like Track the, the, record shows that the right moves yeah. were made last season. So, so show me that it's bad, and then we can talk about it. <laughs> Monty, Wes, keep adding. Spend Let's that go. money. You got $18 million tweak, to spend tweak, tweak. here. Tweak it. Tweak, tweak it. it. Just tweak it. Yeah. Tweak it. Is that your song? I Yeah, I don't even like that song. <laughs> we'll be back live on Friday. When are we going to be live? We don't know yet. Make sure your notifications are on YouTube because we could be on earlier. If there's some breaking news, we may just pop on early and start the show. We're going to be live with our NBA free agency watch party. As the deals roll in, we will all be watching and reacting together right here. Any other final thoughts? Pretty sure we said everything. So I think, and I think at times, you know, not even necessarily repetitive, but just really going ev- over every single thing with Harrison Barnes because it's shocking when you see people that might be disappointed or or uh, say some negative things. And my only question is, is, is like, yeah, with any players in this league, we can talk about all the bad things that they do all day. But what they can provide to a team that's also translating into those W's is why I'm like, all right, I'm good with this. Continue, go forward. There was W's last year with this. So why wouldn't that happen again this year? I like that final thought. Yeah. Love you guys, but we ask to go. Have a wonderful night. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce